Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week we put four past that lot from up north, we look ahead to the run home and of course we answer your questions. I'm Pete and I'm joined by Luke, Josh and Morrow. Lads, 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 lads. I'm very croaky. It's a very croaky sounding podcast this Welcome week. to the Croak Football Ramble podcast. <laughs> How are we doing, fellas? FTS. FTS. Fucking S. Finish the last pod with FTS. Start the next one with FTS. We're swearing and the intro music's not even over, but it's kind of hard not to this week. You know what time it is. It's time. It's time. Bring it in for a win. Oh, yes. <laughs> Top six winning pod, baby. And how sweet it was. Hot shit. That button's getting a good workout this season. And <laughs> I like it. Speculation much, much like that it's back season. from the repairman having that button repaired for overuse. Oh, no yes. comment, Your Honour. <laughs> <laughs> how good, though. I'm still recovering from the weekend, by Football's the way. Football's easy, isn't it? Yeah, easy. I was an absolute vegetable on uh, <laughs> Sunday and I only had two beers. <laughs> that was that was a hard workout there in the rain, making plenty of noise. So, oh yeah, Oof. yeah, what yeah a night. she was a moist old first half, especially. What a night! Mm-hmm. Let's dive right into it. Uh, speaking of which, Fred's question: When will the club provide fans with waterproof jackets? <laughs> Yesterday would have been the ideal time because can we just get in the away game without getting wet? <laughs> I was absolutely saturated. I remember in the first half, wringing my sh- literally wringing my shirt out. Soaked. <laughs> was it raining? Soaked. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it more fun though when it's a derby like that, though. Yeah. Um, rain, rain. It's. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but when it rains and you're all there together, there's something about it that just uh, makes it that extra bit Was it magical? Was it rain or Scum's fan tears? (laughs) Good question. Because there was a lot. I didn't see any of you guys complaining about it. It was, uh, yes, we loved it. I I seriously think there's, of the away games I've been to this season, I think there's, well, here in New South Wales, there's been maybe... Mudgy. Against MacArthur was stunning at least. Mudgy was a home game. Sydney away. Sydney away mm. was dry, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we lost, and I, I reckon every other one has either rained on the way there or on the way back yeah. or at the game. Was uh, um, Macarthur at Penrith? Did it rain then? It was overcast. It was overcast I feel like it was then. super yeah. muggy. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just so over the rain. But yeah, when it's a derby day like that, bring it on. But the free rain jackets for all members would be great. <laughs> They need Please. to be really long rain jackets because mine was a little bit waterproof, well, water resistant, but it, all that that did was dribble down the front, down the back. So I had this like wet line from about below my pockets yeah. down the rest of my shorts. You just wet yourself. Socks really. were saturated. No excuses, mods. Come on. Oh, no, I thought nobody noticed that stuff. Crikey. There's a time and a place, mate. But I think what they should do, they should put uh, Arthur Pappas's head on it from that full-time post <laughs> when he's on the bench and just has that glum look on his head. That was that was probably my favourite part. When he's shaking his head and, and, and acting like, I'm not shaking my head. It was the old the, the heartbreak. You can see when his heart breaks thing from The Simpsons that uh, somebody Absolutely. somebody put on Facebook or the forum or something. It was perfect. Mm, frame it, hang it in Put the that roof. on the front of the uh, waterproof rain jacket and I'm, <laughs> I'm down. I'll buy 10. <laughs> Sold. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Look at it.
so many things to look at here. Oh, how good. Let's get right into it. Saturday night, 7.45, prime time. Travel up to Newcastle and put four away. How is his footy? Pretty easy, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I, I predicted, I can't remember what your guys' predictions were last week, I but I said 2-0 on said the two pod. One? I think one Moz, Moz, you said one. Um, far from that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty far from that. And when we, were, when we were at the pub in Jesmond and I saw the back four, which then turned into a back three, but the, the, I, there was no way. I think the words I said was if we can't put three or four past them, then we probably don't deserve to make the finals. <laughs> that must be the most uncoordinated back three or four. Or was it Regan, German, Elsie? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. Uh. Like if if they had a decent back four, and I know we said this last week that they've actually conceded, I think, the same amount of goals or it's probably slightly different now, but how they've conceded around the same amount of goals as us is astounding when you look at their back four. But if, if, they, if they had a decent back four with their attacking half, they'd probably be in the six quite comfortably. Mm-hmm. But their back four is just a shambles. It's oh, shambles. Three, is whichever way you want to put yeah. it. But yeah, we tried to mix things up and went with a back three, and it just we just completely made the most of it mm. in the first half. Mm. And it wasn't pretty from us. I don't think it. It's they actually they you know they came out like a bloody house on fire, and we had to weather the storm. And I I don't I don't think we played well in the first sort of forty five to be honest. But we had four shots and. Three of them winning. <laughs> so, it was not exactly free-flowing football that like we were in the Wellington game. Mm. Let's talk about the three that went in. Firstly, of course, it was Matthias Moresh uh, who opened the scoring. Hall Bay with the assist, the ball over the top. And uh, who was it that Moresh absolutely ruined? Regan. It was Regan. Regan or Elsie? Yeah, Regan. Yeah, yeah Regan. was Regan. Yeah. It was on that occasion. Oh, yep. absolutely ruined him. And then little dink. What a finish. Oh, Amazing. Superb. From the bay, it felt like that was just hanging in, in the air for an age. It took a split second after it hit the back of the net to realise that it actually went yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we were just under the pump and it was so against the run of play mm. as well. Mm. That was mm. like our first chance. First yeah. real chance of the game, 1-0 uh, up. Perfect. Better than Neymar, they say. That's what I've heard. <laughs> just putting that there. That's what I've heard. There used to be this other term for him, but I'd say better than Neymar. Better than Neymar. <laughs> <laughs> Based on current form, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Has yeah. Neymar scored a goal like that anytime? You're talking yeah. about that no. not in the last three days. Bloke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit Neymar. <laughs> yeah, the, the real Neymar is now the shit Neymar. Yeah. I'm 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 super impressed with Maresh the last sort of few weeks. I, I think he's been great. I think he's deserved that starting spot. Mm. It's you know, I said this after the game too, you know, what a timeline where we can start him, he can make an impact, and then we can bring off Buddy Marco off the bench. Yeah. Imagine. Mm-hmm. We're bringing a World Cup goal scorer off the bench for crying <laughs> out loud. At a time when we've already like, ruined at least two of their back three. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And I, I think Maresh has either learnt or somebody's had a word to him, which may have been Monty or one of the boys that, you know, he he probably had to harden up a little bit. I think he was he was – not trying to win free kicks all the time, but maybe there was. I do remember a few times when he sort of went down when he probably could have stayed yeah. up. And and this ball, it was probably gone for all money, but he used some good strength to get around Regan, who's a big guy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean the finish. Like, it did take him a little while to get around him. Didn't it, it did. It did. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to run around a bus. Um, but yeah, I mean the finish was just quality. 
And they were both, the, the, you know, there was a bit of a sense that maybe a uh, free kick could have gone either way there, but they were both clutching at each other yeah. and, you know, they just both, you know, yeah. six of one, half a dozen the other, who wins, perfect finish, lovely. Thank you very much. Ka-ching. Yeah, ever, Did you ever think you'd be saying that Marash wins a physical battle no. against Taylor Regan? <laughs> no, no. No, no. In footballing skill, yes, because I could win oh. a footballing skill battle against Regan. But when it comes to strengths, no. And I, I actually saw someone mention this the other day that it looks like Maresh has sort of has bulked, bulked up. up. A I was bit. about to say, do you think yeah. he has? Yeah, yeah. And he's 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 still strong. He's still pretty quick. He's still really good on the ball. He's you know looking you know sort of pretty dangerous whenever he gets on the ball. And in the lead up to the penalty, he was involved heavily as well. Mm. So yeah, I think he's been really good value the last month. It was his ball to Benny that set the. The penalty yeah. up for us. Yeah. yeah, and made some great opportunities and has really deserved to get something from those, you know. He's had, he's missed some, and uh, but he's put himself in great positions and he's, you know. Well, showed, he could have easily had a double against Wellington. Yeah, and he's showed that he's learned. Like you, you say, Boise, I think he, you know, was, a, you know, took him a little while to get used to the hardness of the league, but, um, you know, I think he's uh, he's well there now and that finish is, is the bit of quality that you need at the front to get those results. So fair play to him. Someone say we have depth up top now. Yeah, what? <laughs> the bloke on the bench has scored the World Cup, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anyone forgot. I've heard that. Yeah. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> <laughs> it's only about 10 minutes later where uh, Benny Ancololo won, won a free kick in the corner. Um, wicked ball in. Wicked ball in. And I meant Benny again. Oh. He was everywhere. Yeah, it's Benny. Everywhere. Wicked balls in is Benny. We yeah. were talking about this off off air and man of the match for me. Yeah, yeah. I know Cumdog got yeah. uh, voted the fans player of the match, but I don't know if I agree with that. Mm. Um, yeah, I would have went Benny or Maxi Ballard to be honest for me. Maxi's but mm. I think I'll talk a bit about that a little bit later. But but yeah, Benny again. He won the initial flick on from the long ball. I think it was I think it was from Birigiti. And then he ended up winning the ball back again, makes the run, wins the free kick, and then he steps up and then he takes a free kick and wicked ball in. Uh. Where have the good set pieces come from? <laughs> Except for the one corner that he went straight out. Straight but that <laughs> almost went in. I'll give him the almost went in instead of the went out. Um, but you're a wicked set piece. Didn't we Didn't we predict this though, Boise, when we said yeah. that he was going to be – we'd push him out into the right-hand side and he'd come back on the inside and he'd be smacking those ones in the far top corner. Yeah. <laughs> well, from after that, he started goal, doing it. And so all, the, the, the one he scored against Wellington from the short corner, how? Um, <laughs> the Got him. The one he hit the crossbar <laughs> against uh, Sydney. Mm. And then he had a, another shot before we scored – the first goal, I think, on the weekend. Yeah. Um, that went over. That also just went over. I'm calling that little space the Benny Pocket. The Benny Pocket. Because Love. that's just where he does his work. <laughs> <laughs> it's where he scores goals. It's where he whips in balls. Just that little bit like just inside the box, just outside the box, mm. right on the corner. Mm. Whenever he's there, he just looks really dangerous. Mm. And, yeah, I, yeah, it's awesome. He's having such a big impact. And you can tell that his confidence is through the roof at the moment. So Nearly scored off a corner, didn't he? Yes. How good was <laughs> yeah. that? Imagine if that goes in at the far post yeah. and uh, the goalkeeper, he thought it was going in there too, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> Bit of a poacher's goal from the cum dog, but you take Absolutely. it. Oh, you take that every day of the you way. And he's, 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 he's got to be in the right position to get there. Gets yeah. his head on the end of it, fires rockets off his head into yeah. the back of the net and the celebration. The scenes, the knee slide in and front how, how of the squadron. How to endear yourself to <laughs> a set of fans... <laughs> 
few cup trays in. Knee slide in front of those morons and then does the old Joker celebration and then as he's walking off, spins around and blows him a big kiss. <laughs> Please. I mean, if I didn't, if we didn't like him enough already, that, that was just perfect. Sold. Perfect. I can't get over that. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's superb and quality though. He had no yeah. time on that header because the deflection from whoever that nitwit was. Was mm. that Regan, was Regan being burned for the second mm. time? Regan, Regan or Elsie? Elsie, I think. I think it was Elsie. Elsie. If it was Elsie, then we ruined all three of their <laughs> yeah. back three before halftime. Literally three of the worst bloody fullbacks in the league and they all play in the one team. Because he just anticipates that so well and he's got so little time because the ball from Benny, it's fast, it's low, it's curving, it's all of the things that you want for a ball. The keeper can't come or anything like that because it's way too quick for It was that. in the perfect spot because it was right between where the keeper would and right between where the defender's not sure what to do and yeah. that's exactly what And happened. Duncan came for it as well. He, he yeah. came out with his, with his fists raised and nowhere near it. No. Yeah. And obviously, you know, being that it took a big big touch off Elsie's head and then uh, thanks for the assist. Yeah. Cheers, Superb. Elsie. Cheers. Superb. <laughs> Love it. Very, very shortly after that, uh, it was the cum dog again. It was... Um, Faz with a long ball, uh, who, well, went straight to Elsie. He had no idea what day it was. Gave it to the cum dog. Um, played it high for Maresh, who had an absolute worldie of a first touch. He gave it to Benny, who was so then brought down by German. What What is Elsie doing? <laughs> that that f- A very poor impression of a centre-back. A long ball from Jacob Frail. It was a nothing ball. Absolutely nothing. And he just goes, here you go, cum dog. <laughs> Passes him the ball. <laughs> That's the worst touch. It was horrible. Their in back the, three just had just a nightmare of a half an hour. In their defence, they were consistent. They were consistently <laughs> yeah. shit. They were and consistently honking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how it does so German – German already has a yellow card by this time. How does, yeah. how does he avoid getting – How does getting, he stay on? Yeah. 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 So for mm. all of those who think there was some controversy in the match, Jets fans, forget it. Yeah. You should I think have had that's a the, um, the, the double jeopardy laws. Um, you can't give a – Oh no! It's only a straight it's red, straight isn't red, it? I yeah, think. he could have easily. So got it could have easily yellow. been a second yellow. Yep, my yeah. bad. Yeah, ignore everything that I say. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think there's a lot of salty jets uh, tears out there that are thinking that there's some sort of a conspiracy. It's I a mean, conspiracy. for one, it's Kurt Ams. <laughs> 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 Kurt Ams and the Mariners. He's not going to do us any favors no. where he doesn't have to. But mm. yeah, in the lead up to that goal again, Baresh. I mean, the touch from after the cum dog ball was perfect, and mm. then he makes a little run. Waits exactly for the right time, perfectly weighted ball to Benny. And the, I mean, again, Benny's not really going anywhere with where he is. Yerman, just an absolute uncoordinated donkey. Honk. Donkey. Like, what are you doing? What is he even doing? Playing so, in the A League. If one of our defenders gave away a penalty like that, I would be fuming. It's just, it's horrible for this level for what he, for what that was. And um, that level of experience. Like yeah. it was just so naive to come in like that. Yeah. And and then he actually complained. Like there was absolutely nothing he could complain about. Yeah. I actually thought that the ball was just a little bit overweighted, but at the, but at, like the Maresh ball, but not if German's going to come in there and do that to Benny. Mm. Um, and yeah, <laughs> crazy. I think Benny wanted the penalty too. I think, yeah. I think he, it looked like he wanted it and then I think it was Muller or someone come over and said, no, no, leave it for the cunt dog. Thank please. heavens because what a pair. What a pair. Yeah. <laughs> what a just absolute, absolute thunder bastard. No one's going to stop that. Just put your foot through it. No, none of this little fancy pants step ups and little bloody hops and skips just lace the like thing. Four hour run ups. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> lace the thing. I thought I'd seen Simo hit pens hard, but 
that was up there. That was up there. That was it was a lot easier for the Jets fans to see than it was for us, hey? <laughs> yeah, it was. Nice, nice and close to them again. Uh, yes. And the celebration once the, again. The Conor oh McGregor. my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I slagged off Dimi Petrados for doing that against us the other week. I actually hope it was a bit of a piss take. That's what I'm hoping Dimi Petrados. Well. Yeah. That's why he did it. Because, you know, Petrados did that for a horrible goal. For a tap in, yeah. Yeah. And then we obviously uh, Do it for a pen. broke their hearts. And but then, we're and doing then it for a pen to go 3 0 up, you know, just the after derby. the half hour in a yep. derby. Yeah. Um, Perfect. Just quickly, Dan Hall. The double McGregor. I the rate double it. McGregor. Dan Hall, hype man. Just oh, ultimate. The, the best hype man that we have ever had, I think. Not easily. to mention henchman, but we'll get to that. Oh, oh, oh yeah. won't we ever? Yeah. I've, watched, I've watched that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> but what, we were we were 3 0 up by, what was this stage, about half an hour or something? That was about, yeah, 32, 33 minutes. And I mean, I don't think we'd strung probably six or seven passes <laughs> together, like in a row. Like, we, there was not, all three goals came from pretty direct sort of play or mistakes from the Jets and I mean we just made the most of it they came out like a house on fire they were playing three at the back they overloaded the midfield Niz just had no time on the ball and, and you know not not that Niz might be a bit harsh to say he had his worst game of the season but I think he probably did he just couldn't get into it I don't think he just couldn't have an impact no time on the ball he gave it away a few times but that was just because of their pressure in the midfield mm. they were just they they did what sydney did to us but they didn't score five goals <laughs> you have to think that was their tactic to yeah. take Niz's ball speed out of the game yeah and they did that pretty well it just wasn't effective in the overall context of the game was yeah. it so I, I think it's i think it's a big credit to our back four and to Birigidi, the the one save you made in the first sort of few minutes from mikkel tudze from the header very good save um Fergate's ball in absolute freakish save Mm. Um, and then he made another one from Wilson not long after that. Uh, don't know if it was going in, but you never know. Um, you know, so that's where Birgitte earns his money. And I think the rest of our back four as well. I, I think our structure in our back four was well enough that they were only probably going to score from a few shots outside the box. It, there wasn't, you know, sort of besides the header in the box, there wasn't too many. Nothing clear cut. Too many. I was like too concerned that they were going to score sort of non-stop so mm. you know i think our back four was in the right positions at the right times and played well and that's why like i said before i think this was maxi ballard's sort of coming of age game for me because mm. niz niz could not get into the game maxi had to try and do a bit more of the dirty work and then when niz went off in the second half you've got maxi out there with steely maxi's been playing a lot lately, but Niz has been sort of in charge of the midfield. But I think Maxi had to step up for the last half an hour, mm. um, and I think he did really well. So that's I, I think this is Maxi's sort of sort of like his he can do it game in the quality, in the control, and even in the stink. You know, mm. he, he did everything that was that's that's needed in that you yeah. know crucial mid midfield role. Got belted just before the stink blew up, but we'll get to all of that. It was nice um, and feisty in the first half too. There was there like was the, some tasty moments. There was a little bit there with uh, Faz and Hoffman really early. Then there was another one, and then when Kai got involved, and you know Kai's like he wouldn't hurt a fly most of the time, I don't think. And then <laughs> he gets in Hoffman's bloody face, and then he was enemy number one for the rest of the game for us. Oh, um, he was. He was Pretty. T- it was targeted pretty early on. Yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> we were up for it though. Like all the boys were up for it, yeah. and that—that's what 
the game needed mm. and is what the derbies needed for a long time because there's been a lot of times when both teams were pretty average mm. and like the derby hasn't felt like a derby. Hasn't had that spice. Like, somebody kick that someone. Intensity. Somebody get in someone's bloody face. Somebody do something. And like Bit of a silly tackle here and there, you know? Yeah, Come on. Like the Maragas thing on Storm. On Storm if yeah. I'm Maragas, <laughs> I'm doing that all day. Mm. I'm smashing into the back of him and, hey, mate, I'm here. Yeah. And then Storm, it reacts exactly how he should. Gets up, gets, gets in his bloody face, do the old head thing and like get into it. Like that's what the game needs. Oh. That's what it's needed for a long time. I loved it. 100. Loved every second of it. Going back and um, just just touching on what you said before, Moz and, and, and you as well, Boise, were they closing down? Is he not giving him the chance to have that sort of ball speed or that um, speed and transition there? Isn't it nice to have a plan B? Yeah, Oof. plan B. Looks like we had C as well, possibly D. <laughs> plan B, route one, Monty Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Route one, Monty Ball. Hey, if, if you've got the players who can pull it off, and uh, we did. We, we did. Do. I mean, like, you think back to, like, the Lewis Miller assists for Garang uh-huh. uh, in the Wellington game. Mm-hmm. Straight ball, straight over the top, good run from Garang, world of bloody finish, right? And then you've got our first goal from Baresh. The ball, ball straight ball. over the top from Dan, spots the run. And that's – that. I'm pretty sure that came from our goal kick from Birrigidi and – it went straight to Kai and it was sort of Kai Dan, Kai Dan, Kai Dan, Kai Dan. Pretty much walked it all the way up to halfway. And then Hall just goes doink straight over the top. It's mm. absolute route one, easy shit. And they just could not they could not handle it. Mm. No. We just outmuscled them, spotted the chances where we could, and then we took them. They they, you know, they in the first half, in the first sort of half an hour, outside of their back three, they were playing some pretty good stuff. But they just could not get a final product. Every time Pena was on like the edge of the box, I was yeah. very nervous thinking he was going to do something. But um, his most dangerous moment, he slipped over and mm. just didn't get the shot yeah. away properly. And yeah. that, Pena, that for Thurgate. me, was the, the time I was the most scared during the game yeah. was when Pena had that moment and, and then slipped and yeah. the shot was rubbish. But yeah. re- I can't think of any time that I was really sort of bothered other than that, other than by the way that wingnut uh, lines person was dealing with Coleman <laughs> <laughs> with the old man and yeah. uh, you know yeah it was yeah there was there's nothing coming from what they were producing um, looked like they'd come there mostly to gate us give us a good kick and we stepped up to that plate in spades yeah Pena, you know thurgate wilson you know citravanas they they just they all played really well in the midfield and we just they just would not let Niz into the game. And when, unfortunately, when we don't have Niz in the game, we need to go to A, plan B, and it worked. So, yeah, goes to show that we we can be diverse if we We can adapt. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That was the first half. That was the tale of the first half, the tale of the tape. Well, there was the say. there was the eventful first half. Th- slight disappointment in the first half was at the end there when um, we thought the Jets were going over to abuse their own oh, coach. Yeah. How could I yeah. forget? Of course, all the uh, what, whatever they call themselves, a squadron or the MCL or the Terrace Nova Castria. I think that's him. Yeah, squad runs. We just saw this migration like a flock of birds in formation, traversing their way throughout McDonald Jones Stadium across to the benches, and apparently it was just like. There was no membership card throwing or anything like that. No. It was just a, you don't know what you're doing, Pappas. And then they went back to their seats. Well, I, I read it was encouragement. That they were encouraging it was encouraging. Yeah, they weren't even oh, abusing him. No. So what is that about? I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was disappointed when I heard that because, you know, that would have showed some level of 
sort of, you know, guts and determination from the Jets, even if it wasn't on the park. <laughs> yeah. It's very odd. Yeah, it oh, odd. I mean, we started at the fire drill chance before half time, yeah. didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> because it seemed like they were all were leaving. But, uh, it was hilarious to watch. It was. It was. <laughs> As you say, Boise, four shots in total in the first half and three of them going in. Clinical. Clinical. And I think we had six shots in total in the Wellington game and we won four or five nil, whichever one that was away. <laughs> so, I mean, that, it's it's a little bit of a concern that we're not having as many shots <laughs> in the last sort of couple of weeks uh, as maybe what we would like, but mm. we're putting them away. So, Speaking of a little bit worrying, um, <laughs> it started again pretty quickly in the second half. Uh, Lucas Moragas uh, with the opening goal for the first half of a Jason Hoffman cross. Mm, annoyingly. Mm. Um, we just didn't realise the second half had started. Yeah. we. I mean, they did the same thing as what they did in the first half. They came out like a house on fire, mm. and but then they ended up getting two goals. I think Storm maybe caught napping at the back stick there for the um, for the finish. Yeah. I don't agree. But. Yeah, I was going to say there's going to be some arguments <laughs> about this. <laughs> Storm played his role in it, but, but and, you know, he's got to be more goal side in that moment, I think. But, mm. yeah, I think, yeah, go on, Boise. You I mean, know. I don't want to harp on it because... I just think he's a little bit flat-footed. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I was. totally agree. He was, and he was, he was surprised, mm. um, and you can't be. Mm. Yeah. I think that has to be Birigidi's ball. Well, has to be. First time I saw the replay, I thought, what is Birigidi doing? I swear to God. before. I know. He has concrete <laughs> in his boots 24-7. He's stuck on his line all the time. There's a bit in the first half, in the first sort of 15 minutes or so, where they play a through ball, and then... Benny gets in front of his man and the ball is rolling slowly straight towards Birgitte, slightly sort of going out uh, near the six-yard box. Birgitte is planted on his line whilst Benny is trying to guard the ball from the defender. Benny clearly wants him to come. Clearly wants him to come out (laughs) and then Moragas boots Benny's uh, boot into the ball and then they get a bloody corner. What are you doing, Beres? Come off your line. Like he... He has no command of his box. That's what's very frustrating for me. You're talking about six-yard box, I think, there too, and that's the bit well, yeah. that I think is frustrating. Moraga scores the goal at knee height on the volley inside the six-yard box. And inside the far post. Yeah. I mean, how does it dip enough for Beerus not to be able to get something on it? He doesn't get have a to punch catch, on it. He doesn't have to punch catch it. that ball. He just has to get a, the tip of his yeah. fingernail on it. Anything. 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 That has to be the goalkeeper's ball for me. I'm sorry. It's And I... I inst- in Storm's defence, right, I think he thinks that Beerus is going to come for it mm. and he tries to block Moragas but then just loses where he is. So that's on him. But I think that has to be Birgitte's ball. I still think Storm needs to be goal side there, more goal side than he was. But, well, he was, but, but yes, he just wasn't moving. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> he was, he I'm, was also planted to the spot. I'm saying I'm saying 75% Beerus and 25% Stormy. Oh, okay, so you're on board with me then. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm right. sorry. It was we don't need to fight this week. No, no fight. That's fine. Damn it. <laughs> we'll fight later about something. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't we'll worry. find something. Not sure we'll what keep pushing is, and but... probing and trying to find the buttons <laughs> to push. Yeah. Uh, speaking of pushing and probing, it was only five minutes later where the Jets brought it back to 3-2. It was a tragic Jacob Farrell own goal, this one. Mm. Just couldn't get his body right. No, and the, and it was it was really good build up by the Jets to be fair, and this this is where I won't hear it. They look super dangerous when they go forward. It was probably five or six sort of passes straight up straight up the field, um, nice bit of uh, football, and yeah, 
again, I'm, I'm going to do it again. Birgitte puts off, puts him off, I think, because he goes to go for the cross and then he pulls well, out. What do you want from him? <laughs> it's a decent cross, but it's not that. It's, I'm with Boise again. He's with me again, Loz. Yes. <laughs> Birgitte goes, he, he goes to go for the ball and then he pulls out. And then last minute, bloody Farrell has to go, shit, what do I do? And yes, he gets it wrong. Mm. Yes, he needs to use his right foot, like Monty said in the post-game press mm. conference. Mm. But Birgitte again, unsure, with a ball that comes across his own six-yard box. Yeah. And I think even that one, I had to wonder whether or not Beers can get a touch on it and mm. destroy the whole, you know, who cares what's happening at the far post now because he's got a touch, it's out for a throw-in. Mm. Or make whatever signals, say whatever needs to be said. So somebody that Faz else needs to talk touch to Faz. It. Yeah. Exactly. Just leave yeah. it because Faz's man is not getting that ball. Nowhere near it. Yeah. Not getting that ball. So if Faz leaves it, it goes out for a throw in, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. and you know, we're balanced on this podcast. There are coming, don't worry, Beerus, there are some moments coming when we're going to be on your side, buddy. So, Look, but this was not one. I keep saying this every week. I love Beerus, right? I, <laughs> I do. I do. I criticize because I care, all right? Because he, he is Blocked. the best. Shot stopper in the league. I think he is. Mm. Him and Ollie Sale, maybe Jamie Young. Yeah. In yeah. terms of purely shot stopping, mm. right? Mm. I think he's up there, 100%. But if he wants to play for the Socceroos, if he wants to go back overseas and go in the next step, the two things he needs to improve on are his, you know, the commanding of his own box and his distribution. Don't say it. <laughs> I well, thought his distribution was actually decent <laughs> on Saturday. A, a couple of times it was right. There was there a couple was, of times it was right. No, there <laughs> was there was one in the first half that was really bad. There was one in the first half that was really bad. Yep. Straight passed out straight to the Jets, like on the ground. I, oh yeah, I, oh, I can't no, even yeah, explain was, what was going through his mind. But yeah, yep. yes, you are right. In the well, he it was his ball over the top for the many mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. led to the grand goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was was it if it was it his. Ball over the top. For the pen. For the pen in the lead up to Benny Get. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he did get a couple of things right. He 100% did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and for me, he, you know, would we want anyone else? No. Hell no. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> it's just. Given what we've had since we had like Matt Ryan, oh, I will take Barry Goody easily the next best. Yeah. Easy. Sure, you don't want Adam Pierce back? Uh, Oof, he went there. I have to think about it, but no. He's in Jasmine with Hull. <laughs> I didn't see him at the pub. Either of them. <laughs> Disappointment. Oh, no, DJ Hawley had a gig on somewhere else that night. <laughs> no, we want him. And, and yeah. you know, overall, the, the whole level of quality there overall, fantastic. But I think in those moments, and maybe as, um, you know, the key member of the defence, because look at those blokes who are in front of him. Stormy was like an old man amongst those boys mm. again. And Beerus, he's the senior uh, guy there, so you want that level of control and and that uh, confidence to ooze all over the back four from Beerus, not this sort of. He in, should be the captain. Beerus, if you ask me, there. Yeah, Beerus should be the captain, which he was not weekend, wasn't he? Yeah, he's Again. been wearing yeah. the armband. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm I'm 100 all for that. Yeah, Beerus for captain, 100 right. Yeah. Um, but even when Storm came off, um, on the coverage you can see it. Storm ends up standing in front of the bench, and he's standing in front of uh, Ben Stratton. And it looks like they're having words. Like Storm said, why didn't he come and get it? Like that's <laughs> that's why Moraga scored. And you can see Storm and Ben Stratton are like going sort of backwards and forwards. And I think Storm thought the same thing. Storm Storm thought that Birgitte was going to get it. And so he just sort of tried to block Moragas and then he got that wrong as well. So, yeah. Suits his narrative anyway. It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to Storm today and then he told me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 81st minute, 
Oh God, the incident. The incident. <laughs> My, uh, I feel like I feel the like, incident. This I feel like there's week. an incident in every game that we play lately. I, I mean, it's spot on. Like the, the the end result is spot on. So the ball comes across. Kai gets two arms in the back. Kai goes flying through the air. Um, see a Trujanas turns it home with the back stick. Um, great save from Beerus initially. Um, yep. Maybe. Uh, oh, look out. Here, oh, here he goes. goes. Here I was going to say, maybe, maybe could have palmed it away a little bit wider, but when it's coming at him from that close, at that sort of speed, probably not. No yeah. time. Mm. Who put it um, towards goal? Was it uh, Was it one of our defenders that Beerus had to save from? No, it was uh, Goodwin. Goodwin. Yeah, Goodwin. Goodwin shoves Kai in the back, two arms in the back. Um, nods it across. See a Travanis tap it. Um, Kurt Ames gives a goal. VAR, it was Griffiths Jones again in VAR? I actually don't know. No, me either. Whoever it was got it absolutely spot on. Mm. You can't go up in the air, two arms in the back, and expect not to give a free kick. Doesn't matter where you are on the pitch. Doesn't matter what the end result is. Yeah. Yeah, I've flip-flopped on this a few times. Um, At the game, when they started to show the replays on the big screen, I thought they're going to allow it. Uh, I thought it was a bit soft. And then when they disallowed it, I thought we've probably got away with one there. Um, watched the replay, watched the highlights after the game, still thought it was a bit soft. Watched the replay again on Sunday. And, yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think that they did get it right. That, you know, you see attackers make the most of any contact all the time. Whether it's right or wrong, you have to you have to pay that both ways. Without... Being Kai or Archie Goodwin, you don't know how much force was in his back. But when you when you put two hands in someone's back like that in that sort of a situation, you give the referee a reason to overturn it, and that's what he did. I think there's a there's enough force there that I don't think Kai can actually readjust his body to send himself forward as much as he did when he's already that high in the air. So I don't think he's actually physically able to milk that any more than mm. or to actually milk it. I think there's I think he milked it. decent contact there. <laughs> well, he certainly up went the arms and the legs sort of. And he know. yelled too. You can hear the yell. No, he clear, can hear the yell. Well, he learned that yeah. from Traore. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, yeah. He knows how to play the game. We've learned a thing or two in the last couple of As weeks. Learn from the Wanderers game. If you yell, you get stuff. Yeah. And yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought Monty, though, summed up. But for me, the, the hands in the back, et cetera, and it did look like it was at that moment when Kai's on, off the ground and he's going to be pushed down. But Monty... Monty said in his press conference that he felt that Kai was going to head that ball without that contact. He's absolutely getting there. And when when I then watched the replay with that in my head, then that's what I thought too. I Mm. thought Kai gets that ball Mm. or gets something on that ball if he doesn't get those hands in his back. So, yeah, that for me, that was enough for me. It doesn't matter anymore about the force. There was enough force. There were hands in the back. It's enough. Um, So, yeah, I thought it was pretty clear. It was, yeah. See, by the time I looked at it with that already in my mind, then clear was what I thought straight away. The salty tears were great, though. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Yes, and uh, and especially then the continuing banter between Kai and Goodwin as they went back up the pitch, and mm. and uh, you know Kai demonstrating how you, what you don't do, push. and uh, <laughs> a little bit a little bit of discussion going on about it, and uh, yeah, Goodwin's still got a bit to learn about the banter yet, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he's got time. Even prior to that, though, we we made the three subs. At the 60th minute, and I think that kind of changed the game as well. I think we, we kind of shored things up a little bit. Um, Niz did have a knock on his calf apparently, so I don't know when he picked that up and if that was sort of affecting him during the first half or not, but 
Um, that was one of the main, main reasons why Monty ended up taking him off. But I thought when Steele come on, he was good. Um, you know, him and Maxi went worked pretty well in the midfield together. Mm. Miller was Miller, just always pace and power, baby. Like a bloody but chicken also, with its head cut off. Like. But also <laughs> calmness. There were moments when he was, yeah. you know, hemmed down in that bottom corner um, in front of their scummy fans and he just calmly played one-twos with Dan Hall until, you know, had the yeah. right possession to be able to go forward, kept the ball. He's smart now, Miller. That, that it, Like mm. a bit too smart. Yeah. <laughs> but He's smart for his own good. Yeah, but for me, we started dominating and we pushed them back immediately that he came on on that side and uh, – the immediate sort of a threat of Hatch, of Hatch and Lewis yeah. on either side. Mm. Sort of, you could sort of see they started to maybe second guess uh, how far forward that they want to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Combinations, Benny and Lewis. Like, you mm. know, Lewis comes forward, little one twos with Benny and vice Which versa. We had very little of in the first half. Exactly. And that just pushed them back and had them thinking, you know, they could have us here, going to have to be careful and um, made it much more difficult for them. So I think the changes immediately worked on both sides yeah. um, and we had an outlet in front of Hatch as well. So, yeah, yeah great great substitutes. Um, yeah, very good, very good substitute management from Monty. I felt it only looked shaky because Faz scored the goal. It's just a bad luck incident. It's one of those moments, you know. And he was sh- in his own head too, I think. I, I I felt pretty bad for him. Like even at full time, it looked like he was hardly celebrating mm. because I think he was still in reliving, his own head, reliving the moment about what had happened, and like he felt bad. And that's that's the one thing he's going to have to learn is that if he if he makes a mistake like that, you, you have to be able to just switch it off and move on. Let it go. And it looked like he tried to when it happened because because you could see, I think it was Maxi sort of come over and was like, "Yeah, man, that's yeah. right." And he was and he was kind of like, "Yeah, yeah," but then you could see the camera went straight to him as they were sort of about to kick off, and he was like, "Oh fuck!" Like he was. <laughs> He was annoyed at himself, and I think it's sort of he was sort of in his own head for the rest of the game. I think so, and that just comes from experience as well. He's it does, still a young yeah. kid, you it's, know. You know, it's the probably the first major major mistake. I can, I mean, you can't get much worse than an own goal like that, really, mm. can you? So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, the first that's time his, it's really happened to him like that. Yeah, I mean, that's his second or, or third Ogiev in this season, but the other yeah. ones have been super unfortunate yeah. deflections, yeah, yeah. like so, double deflections. Yeah, that so. was an un, uh, unfortunate one for him. So. Yeah. And you'll learn from it. Yeah. Move on. Definitely. Mm. Speaking of moving on, let's talk about this one. Garang Qual. Take a bow. The silence should say everything. Oh. Wow. It's <laughs> the Beerus ball over the top. It's the flick on from Thierry Benry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's Garang Qual. Yeah. Uh, on the end of it, once again, uh, what a finish. Unbelievable again. finish. 17. Seven. I know, I know we did this last week, but 17. 17, and to have that kind of composure. Poise. Poise, oh. just the, the the instinct, just there was only one spot he was going to score that, and it was low and hard in that bottom corner mm. and on the half volley as well, if you don't Again. mind. <laughs> just nailed it. Yeah. Nailed Calmly it. lets it run past and then hits it at a moment when the goalkeeper cannot expect it yeah. and hits it with that level of quality at mm. 17 years of age. Quality. The whole quality. Um, but rewinding just a little bit there, Beerus. Beerus finds Benny. Some ball. <laughs> no, it's all on Benny. Finds Benny. <laughs> oh, it's a brilliant flick on. Benny's it's flick on headers. Flip. Benny's flick on headers. Benny's this is something I wanted to talk about, yeah. absolutely. So Benny. good. Yeah. He, he saw where he was going and he thought, he's going to run exactly there. Perfect flick on. Mm. Perfect. He was winning those headers all game. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 
having all such season. having a huge impact. All season as well, yeah. 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 So good. Route one, multiple. Baby. Multiple. <laughs> Plan B, multiple. Yeah. <laughs> so when does uh, Koala start? Because, <sighs> wow, I mean, you I know. know. What do you do? He's, he's smashing the door down do to get a start. Is, is he ready? Poor. Like you just can't drop Cumdog and Maresh at the moment. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's more of a winger, really. Oh, yeah. I know, but I don't know. Monty's going to have to turn up the radio real loud to stop the banging on the door because <laughs> <laughs> the banging is getting so loud he's going to smash the door soon. Because It's a tough one with these things, well, though, right? Because you, we see it all the time when you have young kids come off the bench, make a huge impact. Mm. Uh, and then they start and it goes completely the other way. Mm. To be fair, did his big brother do something similar to that when we started him last year that he was an absolute revelation when he came off the bench and scored goals that were just ridiculous, like, you know, headers from the far side into the far top corner and this mm. sort of rubbish. I don't know. <laughs> Still can't believe it. he did that. some of that stuff he did against City last year. But anyway, the, then... Yeah, maybe you're right. You've got to sort of push back on that a little bit and uh, think that he has to gain some experience. But he's doing this in a derby. He's doing this in injury time. And, mm. you know, there's so many sort of – they're not really superlatives, just adjectives, but it was just the timing of that shot Yeah, um, for me. that it's Such a clean strike. When it came ball. over and bounced, I thought, there's no way this is going in. Uh, well, there was, well, he had so little to work with. He really had me, no eh? choices. The, the choice he had was he had to go first time and he had to go far post and mm. to, to – Pull it off was was a huge thing. So this is not, I don't want to say too much that Phil Moss says, but um, this is not a young kid making debuts. This is this is someone of great experience who can play that, mm-hmm. um, and even see that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, oh, he's got a brain on him, no doubt. Oh, oh, yeah. What a footballing brain! Well, we went over all of this with the last time he hit a half volley <laughs> volley past the keeper from Lewis Miller, didn't we? And, and then his impact in the Wellington game too yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. a different sort of a type, yeah. but and I think um, a few people have sort of mentioned this: is that is he better than Allo was sort of at this stage? At this stage, and yes. I, I think it's a yes. I think yeah. it's a yes. Allo was not lying when he said his brothers were yeah. also very good. He was not lying. <laughs> like if if I don't know if if he keeps having the impact that he has, he could very well go in this off season. <laughs> I've been saying it, yeah. And I, I, I reckon he'll. I still reckon he will end up at Stuttgart with his brother. Yeah, I mean, you look how quickly Allo went. He went after a, his first full season. Yeah, you look how quickly Jing Reese went. He went after seven minutes. Yeah. or whatever it was. Um, I'd hate to see him go this early. Yes, yeah, I'd love to see a full season under his belt, yeah. or at, at least at least half of next season, like. Full season. Like yeah. <laughs> Full season. There's some <laughs> level of selfishness. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. But, but at the course. same time, I think that from his own development point of view, then this is probably a good idea. Just going back a step on that point, though, for me, hello, when I first saw him play in that first um, uh, academy game, he was the biggest revelation I'd seen for quite some time when I first saw him. I think he scored twice in that game and he was literally smashing up anyone who came to sort of threaten his mm. impact on the game. Um, so I wonder whether or not we just didn't see Elo until later um, and had we seen him earlier. So the, yeah, the whole, you know, which one's the better? I don't know. I'm having a guess that Elo thinks that Garang's better and Garang would tell us that Elo's better or maybe the younger brother or something. But um, they <laughs> The nine-year-old that's, <laughs> that's apparently a freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's going to be the best of the lot according to Elo. So. Yeah. But yeah, they and are he, both He was at the game. Did he? Yeah. He was down on the fence or something apparently. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah his, his family got the, he uh, was in the, the coach up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's... that's, that's a, 
that's such a good story to me. It's so good. Yeah. I love those family affairs. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Love those family I think affairs. Imagine being a Melbourne club right now. Oh, mate. well, <laughs> they had Tang. You idiots. They had Tang and uh, they let him go, victory. Yeah. But yeah, apparently and when, too. they had Garang as well. I don't think he ever signed. Um, apparently he was, he, was, he was in the NPL, but wasn't he? We bought him in from Shepparton, and apparently when he heard about the interest from the Mariners, he said he was a Mariner for life. So okay, I, I thought he played in the NPL, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, mm. maybe I'm wrong. Either way, let's have him here for another couple of years. Yep. Really get some uh, enjoyment out of him and him get some experience, and uh, who knows what he could be. He could be anything. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Sky yeah. is the absolute limit. And I know we said exactly the same thing about Allo last year. I think Garang can go on to huge, yeah. huge, huge, huge things. Yeah. And like yeah. the celebration too, just like straight. Like <laughs> straight to the Imagine bench. being 17 years old and you come off the bench, you score a goal like that in, in a, a derby. derby where I thought I was going to throw up for the, like that last like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and I, Josh, were standing next to each other like, I feel sick. Like, it I was can't even times. sit. Yeah. <laughs> it was very nerve-wracking. And like imagine being that old and then coming on, scoring that, but he peeling away to the away bay, everyone going mental. Limbs. Like, Absolute limbs. limbs. High-fiving people over the bloody barriers and that like. It was mental. And we were proper loud when that goal went in. I, when Watching that, it back. It was just wow. like a release, wasn't it? Yeah, like yeah, that last absolutely. half an hour. Yeah. Like I went I went nuts for that goal. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, well, there was a lot going on in the stands, wasn't there? During those moments, then we had some nutbags. Oh, from- <laughs> oh, we were trying to get out of there alive. <laughs> we, had, we had one lone Jets fan come in there carrying an inflatable jet, which did Shout not- out to, uh, was it E-Group? Or was it some other? Oh, whatever bozos. security mob it is out there. Just use, let some guy in full jet ski walk into the bay and stand he, at the front of the bay and hold up his inflatable. Oh. Honestly, he is so lucky he's he lucky. didn't get knocked out. He's yeah. lucky he didn't get his head knocked like, off. And not, like, and not by any of us, but there there were a few people in there who have been known to, you know, yeah. get involved in those sort of fracas. And yeah, like. Just. Oh. Not smart on his behalf. And no, they sort of had not, to be told, the security. But then they took four hours to get him out of the bay. Yeah. yeah. Oh and God, I think he God. did end up copping a smack from one of the younger kids that was in <laughs> from the bay. Something. And then security tried to detain him and then there was a group of about five And then security got detained by all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes back up He goes back up the uh, and out onto the concourse yeah, and then okay, comes yeah. around and comes back down yeah. the next stairs. Yeah. Well, and he's on the hill. Yeah. yeah. And... <laughs> They're losing 3-2 at this stage still. It's not, yeah. not like it's yeah. level or they're well, in front. That's what most like, of us are saying. Oh, scoreboard, yeah. Yeah, have a look yeah. at the scoreboard, you know. To be fair, though, our state of mind in the stands was a little bit rough in those moments because uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things were not going our way seemingly at that, at that time. panicked maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they weren't the only ones. We then did have uh, an attempted visit from a throng of um, – uh, high school children. <laughs> there was a few. Yeah, there was a few. The I think police. They, were, they were arrested back in the concourse. <laughs> never made it into the bay, but it was a usual shenanigans. Yeah, that's what um, makes that's what makes a derby fun. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. But there was a lot of there was a lot of um, release in the players as well. I think I've said it a few times to mm. you boys that um, Benny Ann he um, nearly smacked the skin off my hand at the fence because <laughs> 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 there was they were excited, proper yeah. excited as we were as well. So um, great, he's one of those that moments. really gets up for a derby, Benny. Apparently, Benny hates the Jets. Benny hates the Jets. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but you know, even even prior to that goal, you know. Uh, probably Maresh should have had one. Probably Cummings should Cummings have had, had a sitter. Should have had a, should have had another two. Mm. Like in that second half, once we made the subs, um, even though they had the goal that was disallowed after that, but that was just basically off a bloody uh, a 
free kick, which we know what we're like when it comes to conceding from free kicks. So um, outside of that, once we made all of the substitutions, it, like we said before, it definitely changed the game. We started to create a little bit. We looked pretty dangerous on the counter and we definitely should have had the game set up prior to before uh, that. I nearly said bloody hello <laughs> to Garang uh, scoring that goal. But we rode our luck a little bit and then we got it away in the end. So, Can we talk about my player of the match for the evening? Mm-hmm. The Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time goal winner, Matt Simon. I have not heard that for so long, and I'm glad it's back. Didn't enter the arena until after the final whistle, but had yeah. an impact on the game anyway. Oh, yeah. no, it was before the final whistle. But didn't enter the arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Valid. valid. He, was, he, he was up in the stands, wasn't he? There was him, Ollie, yep. uh, McCarthy. McCarthy, Harry, yeah. He was uh, well, up in the stands, sort of having something to eat or something they put they put the camera on I think hmm. it was I think it was in the was in the first half or second half, I can't remember. But yeah, Simo for whatever reason decides to make his way down, presumably to celebrate it <laughs> at uh, full time. Uh, yeah. And uh, three Daniel points Pena three decides. two one to Matty Simon, hundred <laughs> percent. Daniel Penny decides to throw an elbow into the back of uh, Harry Steele's What a dog by the way. Absolute yeah. dog act. Oh salty little scammer. Yeah. Big Sore time. loser. Big time, big dog time. act. Um, eventually gets gets sent off and um, he was there to see him off and, and wave his say his little goodbyes there, say his farewells. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> the best tell your story walking champ I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Definitely champed him. I hope he champed him. Oh, definitely champion. There, there, champ. was, a, there yeah. was another C word in there, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's that's fair. Well, I mean he deserved it because that yeah, that was mm. definitely a shit go by him. And um, then Penny's little tantrum on his way down the tunnel as well. Yeah. <laughs> And he's getting held back by three. What, well, he three didn't. He didn't even turn around and try and give it back to Simo until he got surrounded by another four blokes yeah. and was like doing the big. Hold, hold me back. back. Hold, hold me, me back. back. Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit in it though. They, they're playing out from the back. Penna picks it up on the sideline, tries to run on the inside a bit, and the next tackle from us. It was a free kick. It's. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was Ballard, wasn't like it? Like That's a free it was Ballard that came back. It was either Ballard or Steele that cleaned him up. Yeah. I can't remember. But I, and, yeah. yeah, well, it was Ballard who ended up with the ball out of that little fracker anyway, mm. and it was probably a combination of Ballard and Steele, actually, that maybe even one other. Penna was a hammer of the sandwich. Yeah, but then once Ballard's got the ball, then some numpty from them who are, uh, they're all numpties, but one of the Numpties, uh, then nasty knees first into into uh, um, Maxi Wally, sort of on the ground, surrounded, laying over the ball, doing a bit of hutching there on the ground. He was taking the piss. Exactly. He was taking exactly. the piss. Exactly. And uh, so, it, you know, I thought that was pretty dirty to start with, but then it was a bit inexplicable that, um, like, why did he choose Harry Steele? Because yeah. Steele was sort of in the midst of shirt fronting somebody I can't remember who it was and he sort of walked up from behind him and went smack and you could tell that Hoffman knew that that wasn't good because Hoffman straight away grabs him Mm. and because he because I remember from in the bay seeing Dan Hall all of a sudden make a beeline from like bloody 50 meters away and he's there and then when I watched the replay it was straight away when he threw the elbow and then when Harry went down Hall was just Right hype, in his face. Bloody hype man and number one defender of Henchman. anyone that gets hurt <laughs> in our team. He's, I love Dan. But, yeah. It was so good. And I, I think it was one – I think it might have been you that was saying, like, normally we see him playing peacekeeper, yeah. pulling people away. He wasn't the first oh, half with, down, the, with the yeah. Storm – the Storm Moragas one, he was in there like, no, 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 it's all good, it's all good. And then... Oh, he was yeah, not was all not good happy. for this one. Not, not all good. <laughs> oh, not all good. mate. He was just... 
It looked like he was inches away from throwing one. Yeah. But it was dirty. Like the, oh, it doesn't get yeah. much more dirty than that. And, and he's he got, got form. Little, yeah, he's got form. Say, like yeah. he 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 got a three match ban when he got red carded against Perth for a flailing arm. Yeah. that the Jets got downgraded to one because they argued that it was reckless, not intentional. But this was clearly intentional. What do you reckon he gets for this? Do you reckon we'll so, see him play again this season? No. Nah. No, nah. nah. surely not. If they do it right, there's no way he plays again this season. So he probably plays again this season then? Most likely. Um, <laughs> he won't be getting a Lewis Miller, surely. You know, come on, no, he's well, done. If, like, you make the argument, right? Well, okay, so they gave Lewis two games for that. Rory got nine for a hard headbutt. Oh, that was, yeah, eight, eight against Manny Musket. I which think. is intentional. Mm. And elbows intentional to the back of the head. Mm. You'd have to think it's going to be somewhere in between that. So I would say probably five or six. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see four. Given his record, though, he's already gotten Fair. a three that they downgraded. Mm. I don't honestly, regardless, I don't think we'll see him play again in Australia. I no, think because he's only he's, on loan from Minero. I think Atletico yeah, Minero. He's on loan, and the Jets are apparently talking to him to stay. But there's also a number of other clubs that are interested, and I mean. Why wouldn't you be? Outside of the stupid shit that he's been doing. He's pretty quality. He's a quality player. Most assists in the league yeah. this season. Yeah, easily their best. Um, without him, they would be... Pretty bad. And even worse team, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I would have him in a heartbeat outside of doing the stupid stuff. Um, so would not, would, wouldn't surprise me if... I don't know. Who, who needs a number 10? Lots of people, maybe even even like an Adelaide or something, or a Brisbane, or if they've got the money to throw around at him, because I don't think the Jets would. Perth, Perth, yep. Haven't replaced yeah. Castro. Yeah, yep. they're the kind 100%. of club, aren't they? So that, yeah. they're the kind of clubs that will you would think would have to be in discussions for him. Um, I can't see him at a Sydney or Wanderers or I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, maybe another New South Wales team makes the most sense if he's already. Here instead of living here. Oh, I was just thinking Tommy was um, off contract, isn't he? So. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe a New South Wales team. Yeah, it seems like a MacArthur type signing. Yeah. Yeah, so, whether they have the visa spots or not is another. So the Jets will have a pretty tough um, fight on their hands to keep him, I think, even if he stays. But mm. it's either going to be someone's going to buy him, I think. I don't think unless his parent club decides to line him out for another season. But mm. um, Love the, love the um, good cop, bad cop though. See Marco there puts his arm around him and uh, <laughs> yeah. oh it's all right amigo yeah. <laughs> heads off up the tunnel <laughs> runs into Matty Simon Marco yeah. knows full well that Simo's standing there yeah, waiting yeah, yeah. <laughs> go and see Matty on your way yeah. that local help. get your parking validated on your way out <laughs> local escort you to the exit do not pass go collect one Matty Simon on the way out yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. no he's a hard one to sign in Australia isn't he because he's going to be playing a what 22 23 game season next season possibly because of the possible suspension he's he's got that streak in him apparently where he does do this kind of thing mm. yeah well it's um, two times within a month and a half or something that he's done this yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and this one i don't i didn't i can't really recall the other one not really interested in the jets to be honest but um this one it's so far out of you know the ball's so far away there's the game has stopped it's all yeah. over even the tiff is like it's a melee like stu- it's it's a it's a scuffle and he just yeah. elbows the guy in the back of the head it's, uh, not, well, it's not a good look and whereas at that moment it seems like it's settling down not ramping up yeah but he comes like in and it's turns not, it into a <laughs> turns yeah. it up to 11 yeah, yeah it's exactly. not like it's not like harry had the guy by the throat or anything it's, <laughs> it wasn't any extreme in it like that whereas with the perth one i actually think from memory pena had the ball in that instance yeah and he had the ball, he was kind of running past the Perth player and just sort of swung his arm out and smacked him in the face. 
So it's in play. It, it was in play and he had the ball, yeah. So it's I, not a cheap shot. No, this was a cheap shot. Yeah. yeah. And it's not from behind. Yeah. The bloke can see him. Whichever way you look there. at it, it looks worse than one on the weekend, 100%. It's very I mean, angry. as you say, it should be five or six games. I think it will I be four. So. Yeah. But uh, the more I think about it now, it'll probably be like one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's three, I'm happy with that. Although there are some things that we'd probably like to um, mention to him if he comes to visit, you know, Central Coast Stadium in the last. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Let's just set the scene for this one, right? <laughs> okay, so final final game of the season, F three derby, Jets up here. Matt Simon's on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ninety second minute. <laughs> We're up three nil. Simo comes on. On you go, Simo. It's the 93rd minute. Simo gets red carded. <laughs> <laughs> and Penny gets stretched out. 96 minute. Rival Manny exact. retires. <laughs> <laughs> Love the bloke and what a way uh, that would be to go out. <laughs> that just reminds me of the time Zagkovic like, got subbed on and got sent off red in about 25 seconds. Red carded in 30 seconds. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'm Raider. picturing exactly the same uh, sort of thing. Yeah. Rate it. What a night though, hey? What a night. Exactly exactly what the derby needed. A bit of drama, a bit of spice. Mm-hmm. Knocking them out of contention and us going into the six. Perfect. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to win every one of their last games and hope results go and their way. Yeah. Your results go their way. And if, even if they it's win unlikely. their last three games, they'll only finish one point above us. So right. we would have to literally drop points in every game, which, I mean, is a possibility, but I, based on current form, surely. It's hard to happen. see. Surely yeah. that one. Touchwood. Touchwood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> One, um, we've touched on it lightly, but um, all those yellow people who are on the other side of the fence from those boys, superb. Yeah. Great, great turn up. So loud. Good noise. Um, we owned yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we really owned, owned their stadium. And yeah. in the coverage, you could really hear that. Um, Everyone got involved. Yeah. Fantastic. And fantastic to see so many people just ignore that that was obviously going to rain on us. It was pouring <laughs> by the time mm. we got in the car, <laughs> um, who just ignored all of that, went up there and, that uh, was, yeah, that and was what a night pleasing. to be there. I think I said, I think I said this after the first derby of the season, that was the most immense that I've ever heard us up there in <laughs> yeah. 10, mm. 10 years plus. Yeah. Um, absolute, absolute kudos to everyone involved. Brilliant. And, and I'm still very hoarse. And long after the final whistle, I mean, thanks to Beerus hanging around over there having an interview and wasting our time. <laughs> oh, yeah, the post-game. <laughs> Until we demanded that he come back and celebrate with us. The post-game celebrations. And who was it? I think it was Marco tried to get them to move around to like the edge of the 18-yard box so just he could he could fly in and slide. Slide, slide yeah. And, and I think it was – I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was like Dan or someone was like saying, no, wait, we like we have to wait for Beerus. Yeah. So yeah, love yeah, it. Cause we're, yeah, because we yeah we we all started with the yeah. and then someone noticed Beerus wasn't there. We we're like, ah, oh, Beerus. <laughs> Marco loves this slide thing though, doesn't he? Marco's he about does, it. Yeah, Marco's about it. In the FFA Cup, the FFA Cup semi final sliding yep. in there in front of the team. Yeah, <laughs> yep. crazy man. Love it. Such love a it. Night. We didn't ever mention Marco. Well, we did. He's a World Cup goal scorer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but I think I think it sort of speaks to how we're going that we can bring a, we can have a player like him on the bench yeah. who has really delivered for us. I'll just bring him on for the last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, and and even if the only thing that he did was scare the bejesus out of them by his presence, <laughs> um, then you know had that impact. And uh, I think you know, yeah, that final chance as well where he was in, in on goal like could have scored, couldn't minute. Yeah. yeah, he did too. He could have scored there. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know, has has every reason. I guess to be frustrated to be not starting, but is handling it like a pro. Yeah, like a pro should. 
unlike some other people. Wow. I just uh, we, we could go on all night about how good, how good um, you know some of those moments have been. But um, special mention to some of the work that uh, Jason Cummings does in terms of the hold-up play, in terms of back-to-goal stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of those first-time touches to both Hatch, to Benny. Um, he's re- he's bringing other players forward. Um, I think I said it last week already. We don't need our midfielders to be constant goal scorers if we're going to constantly put our front three into you know positions where they're going to score and and you know in behind all the time like that so yeah yeah shout out to him for that he was my man of the match for that reason that that he just brought other players in constantly and in those moments when i was standing in the stands like you guys wondering pretty much i think i was looking at the game looking at the clock looking at the game looking at the (laughs) clock looking at the game that um, second half started to go very, very slowly. Yeah, mm. it did. It did. Um, but the moments when we were almost uh, kicking clear were the moments that he was putting plays like hatching behind for one-on-ones and that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, so he has been an absolute revelation for us. Looking ahead to this weekend, of course, we host Western, whatever, Western United, United City. Ballarat, Western, Yep. Whatever. Ballarat, Bendigo, Greens. Mount Gambia. <laughs> uh, it's like a four o'clock or four or five kickoff this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, looking to put a real dent in their title aspirations. Yeah, not uh, no short reasons to be up and about for this one. Looking to solidify our spot in the top six. Yeah. Looking to maybe effectively cancel out their premiership hopes. Yeah. And, God, I just I don't think I could stomach them winning it. No. I have so many tweets I need to go back and delete about <laughs> John Aloisi if they win the plate. Um, yeah, we can do this. Mm-hmm. We can 100% do this. Yeah. We showed this the other week when we were down there. Um, they are beatable. They are beatable. I don't and think they're very good. No, I, I... We should have beaten them down there. Yeah, we should have. Cummings missed the penalty that would have won the game for us. Yep. Um, yeah, it was a weird sort of a game, that one. It could have been three all in the first sort of three minutes. Mm. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, chances at each end in uh, that game. So, I, yeah, I think this one will be pretty open because, yeah, both teams, you know, three points, it's, it's not a necess- really 100% needed for us, but... Like it is and it isn't. Not really mathematically, but we would obviously want three points to make sure that we're not having to go into the later rounds of the season. And if other results don't really go our way, um, things continue to get more sort of nerve-wracking as the rounds wind up. But they, they yeah, they are definitely beatable with what we've been producing in the goal tally. Um, yeah, this one's, this one's definitely there for the taking. I want to let them know who else is coming for them if we do make the finals. I want them to be thinking about that. Yeah. This is our chance to do that and do it in front of our own fans. Um, I don't know why we're playing at um, the same time as over 35s, but um, still. Sean did touch on this, uh, I think, on the ccmfans.net forum. It's apparently 
specific broadcast issue um, that the APL and Paramount have raised. There's a long list of specific I have a number broadcast of issues. Broadcast <laughs> issues, yes. I agree with you, Aaron, that I would like to raise. Just keep setting them up. You guys keep knocking them down. That's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, was that specific broadcaster? Who do issues? I write to? <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's nearly Fortress Blue Tongue this season as well. You look at our home home results so far this season. Eleven played at home, six wins, three draws, just two losses. Not a bad, um, not a bad result in terms of our previous results against Western United. It's pretty even. We played seven, won three of them, and drawn one, lost three. Hmm. And I think could be wrong. I think all three of those wins have come at Central Coast Stadium. The one I'm reminded of is a lose. Uh, oh, mate, the yeah. diving header. And yep. this is exactly what I cast my mind back to just before. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love headers like that. They're just, just, just <laughs> so good. Loop in. They're perfect. Could we see Garangsky magic this weekend? Surely he wants to get one over on his brother. It's <laughs> clearly yeah. me. I mean, a fair play to him. I, I don't yeah. doubt he can do it either. Does he start? Oh, no, I mean, it, oh, mm, I don't know. It's I would start him over Muller, mm. yeah. But then also feels harsh on Muller given the impact he had in the Wellington game over there uh. recently. Um, didn't didn't just couldn't get into the game on the weekend against the Jets like a few others. Uh, is Garang that key to unlocking against the Western back four? I reckon he could be, but yeah. um, we probably need to ask Josh because he'll be coming up against um, some pretty tall timber tall, there. Tall so pricks FC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts about tall central defenders, Josh? They should be playing basketball where they belong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, no, they're no MacArthur, the HMS big fella. <laughs> <laughs> True, although Tommy Uscock is not a small guy and who's that other dude who's tall down there? Some other tall dude. Josh, you'd know him. You Uscock's know at MacArthur. Uscock's at MacArthur, oh, mate. Oh, he yeah. was at Western. <laughs> he though. was at Western, yes. 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 I've yeah. mixed up my tall timber. You've mixed see, up the big fellas. <laughs> I, I want to see Garang against Topo Stanley. In a foot race, <laughs> or just a just a skill race, that would be great. But you do want these little guys running around at the feet of those tall timbers, don't you? Yeah. So what you're essentially saying is you want to see Top or Stanley's career ended. Yes. <laughs> Please. I thought, but it's, thought that a couple of years ago. But it, it needs it needs to be the same game plan as last time. It needs to be keep out Preovich, mm. and given the form that uh, local boy done good is in, like. Mr. Lockie Wales um, has been playing really well lately for them. Connor Payne has too. Yeah. Wales has popped up with quite a few assists. Uh, he got the assist for Previch when we played them down there recently. Mm. Um, you know, Lockie scored a hat-trick against Perth recently. So he's... To be he's, fair, I could probably score a hat-trick against Perth these yeah, days. Yeah, same. <laughs> Hello, Liam Reddy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I actually think Previch and... Possibly Wales are going to be the two that we need to keep out of the game, mm. and yeah, outside of that, I feel pretty confident. But they do have a pretty strong defense as well. You know, Tomoki Imai, Caruccio, Lacroix, they're all good players. So, um, but it's it's just like the style that they play is not exactly overly appealing, but it's effective. So that was our first forty-five minutes against Newcastle. wasn't necessarily appealing, but it worked. So if we can get some of that this weekend as well against them, I'll be more than happy. We should get a big crowd there because that might be a bit scary for them because they're used to playing at, you know, local parks and things. <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> 
we want to get that on them. And uh, yeah, I just feel like I feel confident that we can compete with just about anybody in this league, mm. to be honest. And uh, why not them? Um, so yeah. yeah, I'm with you, Moz. Actually, I think I think this game is the perfect opportunity to say, hey, if we make the finals, and don't you, take us lightly. You come up against us; it's not like an easy beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think if that that is more than enough motivation for the boys. For sure, for sure. And, you know, to deliver some of that now at home um, mm. against, you know, arguably one of the measuring sticks um, or the benchmark, are they? Uh, <laughs> Just thought so. I'd throw that in there. <laughs> I guess so. I, I don't want to say it. Well, you don't know which benchmark. I think we might be the benchmark, but I uh, have to ask Jake Brimmer. He knows all about benchmarks. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> They're going to be fired up too because this is their game in hand. If they win, they go top. Well, yeah, exactly. Hmm. So they're going to be fired up for the win. We're going to have to come out, play well. But again, there's no reason why we can't do it. Hmm. I mean, we're at, what, one loss in our last 11 or 12? Yep. That really random 5-0 loss to Sydney, which... Yeah, which is really seems, an outlier, yeah. isn't it? Like, it's, yeah, it's a weird one. We have three of the top 12 goal scorers in the league, and Jason Cummings, Marco Urania, and uh, Benny and Cololo. And Jason Cummings third in the race for the Golden Boot. Mm-hmm. It's all what coming up. It's all coming up Millhouse towards the end of the season. It's Cummings to bag five this weekend to go top of the Golden Boot race, <laughs> <laughs> and to get the Luke Hare bet going. Yes, oh Oof. god, that could actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's flash back really quickly to episode ten uh, of this season to see what was said about the Hare bet and see how you're feeling about it now, Luke. Like, he, like if we score our most goals ever for a season or something. So what you're saying is if the Mariners score 48 or more goals this season, That's you will uh, get the Matthias Moresh hairstyle. Yep. It's a lot. Are we happy to lock it in? Like between the three of us or do we... Do we... I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, not, not all three of us, but I'll do it. I'll take one for the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you feeling now? Who? No one could have predicted that. <laughs> I said it at the time. I thought it was a pretty safe bet. <laughs> Before the season started. Nobody told me we were going to sign the cum dog. I think Mick Komet said on the forum as well, that's just a ridiculous bet or something yeah. like that. Shout out to Mick because I think no, <laughs> n- nobody could have really judged him uh, for that call at the time. And then he he thought that Maresh scoring a hat trick would be a more fair bet. But apparently we're full of goals this season. So we, so we, yeah. this is, this is the most amount of goals we scored since 2012, 13. Right? Yep. Looking at our goals scored per game, this is our record. We're at 1.91 goals scored per game so far this season. Flying. Absolutely flying. And now, so the bet at that time was 48 goals. So we we had to beat 48 goals and I would get them a rash hair, which he doesn't have at the moment, but... On you know, our current trajectory, we will yep. finish the season with 51.57 goals. <laughs> Can't wait for that 0.57. <laughs> so, so but XG, baby. <laughs> not sure what we do with that particular. There is a point of uh, contention here, though, because that 48 goals, there is another season where we scored more, but we played... What? 30 games. Yeah. So we, 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 scored, we played a we few scored, more games. We scored 50 across the 30 games. So my argument is <clears throat> Clutching. that... I said most goals in a season. We did not specify how many (laughs) games that meant. So people need to vote. Uh, Should it be the 48 or should it be the 51, is it? 
or the 50 season. There's a slight 50. difference. It was 50. It was 2010-11 with 30 games, 50 goals scored. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 2012-13 season, 20 games, 27 games, 48 scored. Yeah. Which I think, I think is a more fair... Um, game for game comparison. Game yeah. for game comparison. That's right. That season, uh, for those of you playing at home, we scored 1.78 goals a game. Whereas in the 10-11 season where we scored 50 goals, we only scored 1.67. So on I the was balance be of things. On. This is not looking good for your boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be on for contract terms and all that stuff, but now I want 48. <laughs> <laughs> I want 48 as well. Listeners, let us know what you think. Um, should we be aiming for 48 or 50 goals for the Luke hair bet? Not, not on the table, not generally speaking, but for Luke to dye his hair or get his hairstyle like Matthias Moresh's hair was when he joined the club. Yep. And I think probably the way it should occur is that uh, he should get a he should get Jason Cummings to give him a box dye. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it's a hundred percent got to be one of the players from the club, whether it's Hachi, Moresh, or Cummings, or all three of them doing the um, job. Hundred percent. Cummings has experience, so I think you it's know. It's actually not a bad it's idea. Obviously, the logical person to. I'm um, annoyed that you've actually just bloody come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with a pre-show. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> it's on my way here. I was like, yeah, that's going to be a thing. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's good. I write that. <laughs> I write that. So let us know what you think. Uh, is, are we sticking with the 48 or are we pushing it to 50? We all think 48, but Luke is trying to chicken out and go to 50. <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. Like, who, who would have thought we would have scored this many goals? You can hear the panic in his voice. Oh, I've got to go to work and have meetings and stuff. Jesus Christ. I always knew this, but only because I wasn't in episode 10. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Love it. We'll look very, very quickly ahead to our, uh, our not our next game, but our next, next game. Of course, we travel up to Brisbane away the 3rd of May, the Tuesday. I think it's a 6 or 7 o'clock kickoff. Going to break the Brisbane hoodoo again. Mm. This should be three points. It should be. I will be there for this one, so I'll be, be annoyed if it's not. The, uh, the, the top manager in the league that I think I could beat in a fight, Warren Moon. Uh, <laughs> That'll be the post game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't think I can make this one. <gasps> yeah. The flights don't line up for me. Mm. Yeah. I, sn- I. Sneaky work trip. Snuck a uh, work trip in there. So. I could make um, Yeah. It's. Brisbane had a good result against Victory over the weekend. Um, managed to grind that one out. They've got a couple of good young kids. And I mean, they're basically playing for pride at the moment. And they'll. They'll. There's, there's really no shortage of motivation for them either is that they want to try and ruin everybody else's year. Yeah. So they've, they've effectively ruined the victories, um, any hope that they had of winning the plate with the result over the weekend. Mm. Um, they'll be looking to do, do the same thing to us uh, in this game to try and keep us out of the top six. So, But based on form, based on everything, it should be three points. 100%. 100%. What about that young Parsons? Did I uh, – I was only loosely looking at the game, but did he score against victory? He did. Some finish. Mm. Yes. And uh, former hangout with Mariners might want to kick one into us. We'll mm. just see how that goes. Yep. Mm. Interesting. Be a good match. <laughs>
It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And once again, thank you all so much for all your submissions over all the various forms of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum. Turning to Facebook, firstly, this week, Andy Jennings. Uh, when are we going to get Cummings on the pod? Love the pods, guys. Keep up the good work. Hopefully very soon. We're Stay trying. tuned. Stay tuned. We've been working on it. Trying um, hard. <laughs> he's a man in demand, of course. But uh, watch this space very much, I say, with excitement. Stephen Bolger, the question everyone is talking about and um, the one that we only have rumours for, where is Tom Slater? <laughs> I mean, I, I actually don't know is Absolutely the real no answer idea. to that question. I have done a Google and cannot find anything. The last lot of information that's out there is on his wiki. It says he's playing for North Shore Mariners who don't exist anymore. So maybe he's smashing somebody's Hyundai somewhere. <laughs> Andrew Thurban. Uh, Andrew wants us to know, can you find out where all the where's Ollie and we demand an explanation posters have gone since Saturday? Mysteriously vanished, didn't they? <laughs> it's funny how that works. <laughs> no sign of them anywhere <laughs> Dean Payne Well lads at the start of the year I asked you fellas How many goals it would take For one of you guys To dye your hair blonde Like Moresh And I feel like We may have hit the total Or we're very close to hitting it Just thought I'd bring this back up Just in case We all forgot Luke Thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> See Dean predicted this Yeah This is Dean's fault <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Well played, Dean. I don't know you, but well played. Well, I, I must say, though, on the run sheet since this, since that episode all the way back in December, it's been written there in bold. Reminder <laughs> of the Luke hair bet. We just haven't actually managed to do anything about it until, I mean, what, it's really been the last sort of two weeks or so because we scored that many goals. <laughs> that, uh, it started to come into contention. So, yep. Thanks, Dean. Love your work, mate. Uh, Lee Stanley brings up the uh, Football Australia taking the first step towards an open market for player transfers in Australia by removing the cap on transfer fees within the National Premier Leagues um, and also for players moving up into the A-League. Still have no transfers inside the A-League, of course. Yeah, well done, mm. Einstein's. Um and it does open up a little bit of a can of worms for our discussion here. I think maybe it's one for the State of the, ga- state of the Game pod uh, that we're hopefully going to look at doing maybe just after postseason. Yeah. Well, I mean, we should ha- should have had transfers in the A-League years ago. Mm. I think ago. Um, oh, Lee's, Lee's question is, does this new change have much impact on our club at the minute more from the recruitment? I'd say no, not really. Um, if, I mean, means if, that we will have to pay fees for MPL players if we're looking to bring them in. But yeah, and I mean, you would hope, given the way things are going, they're going to continue to come in from our own academy, so we're not yeah. going to be having to pay anyone. Um, I mean, it's a good thing because MPL clubs, when I when A League teams have uh, have signed MPL clubs, have got players from MPL clubs in the past, but haven't got what they've probably deserved. Um, mm. in terms of monetary reimbursement. So mm-hmm. it's 100% a good thing, but now we just need it between the professional clubs. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's just the first don't. thing though, isn't it? And it can't really have a massive impact because you can only really surely ask a, a, a very big dollar for a player who's already shown that he has that ability and it's very hard for a player to show that ability in a public place um, at the level that's required to command a big dollar for a club. Um, I mean, you think about... 
um, Malou, for mm. instance. Um, mm. We would surely have had to pay something to um, his source club. Or development fees, yes. Yeah. But this, this is only for players that are on a professional contract in an NPL setup. Mm. So it makes it difficult, doesn't it? Because they're not the kind of players that A-League clubs are generally going to try to identify. So the impact's going to be minimal, surely, for A-League clubs, at least in the short term. But um, in that story, I think they do talk about how this is just the first step and that the A-League is the next step for consideration and it's an absolute must. So hurry up. It'll be about 2030 by the time it happens. Muppets. At <laughs> <laughs> this rate. <laughs> Is that when the second div comes in? Giving yep. them a bit of credit there, I think. Um, don't know if they're going to work that quickly. <laughs> Keenan Jensen, how good is it to beat Newcastle? Take a three-goal lead, let the scum get two back, equalise it disallowed. Then a couple of minutes later, we score the fourth to break their hearts. Their tears are delicious. They sure are. So many tears. Oh, so much salt. Fans. The biggest one, I think, is from the Newcastle Herald journalist. Oh my god! On Twitter, he was what an absolute knob. No, he was crying. He was crying, he mashing was his keyboard. Actual tears. Like he's supposed to be a journalist that covers A League for the Newcastle Herald, <laughs> and if he's if he's a Jets fan, then okay, that's all good. But then he gets on Twitter after the game and he's like slagging off bloody car rolls and uh, saying that his buddy's soft and Ray had, had, how did he get picked Ray, for the soccer kind of stuff? Yeah, like, and going Matt Simon like, couldn't bruise a grape and he's, yeah. dis- he's a disgrace. Like, rah, rah. You guys are supposed to be coasties and just com- I saw, um, complete knobhead. I saw him use the use the phrase wouldn't bruise a grape at least three, three times, times that like, night. Like he just learned it Like he just learned it 100%. Yeah. That's his phrase of the day. Like, yeah. Holy shit. What a moron. The <laughs> official account was second. That their official account just oh that was argu- that was oh, arguably worse garbage. Oh, arguably worse actually worse yeah yeah I I get like I hate oh, I really a bit really of, really hate the Mariners having a bit of fun banter like I think Robbie's post at full time like the you'll never tear this group apart like that's good that's brilliant. that's witty mm. that's Dan, smart Dan's that, Instagram story. Dan's Instagram was mm. even better mm. yeah that Perfect. gets one up on your rivals it's not but they were literally writing I really hate the cum dog I, I hate Twitter the cum dog I really hate the cum dog and I hate the I, Mariners I really, really hate the Mariners and like oh my god who was in charge of that like, oh, just, it's a three year old in charge of the handle and absolutely Absolute morons that are apparently running the joint up there. So absolutely. The more I think about it, the more I <coughs> possibly yeah, that tool yuck. journalist was he uh, given commander there. Um, oh, he, he, it's probably about he the must, extent he of must his run vocabulary. Both. Yeah, yeah he must run both. Honestly, and I mean, and you know, to be honest, has seemingly got worse since Laurie left or mm. was forced out. Mm. So you know, a, a few people have their indifferent opinions of Laurie, and you know, because he went up to work for Newcastle. And, Blah, blah, blah. But it seems to have gotten much worse mm. since he left. Which is funny because they've actually um, filled their, their backroom staff out now. Um, obviously not with any sort of quality whatsoever. No. Rubbish. And Rubbish. the goalkeeping coach that got sent. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I forget that and apparently they've coach. given McBreen the flick from their academy as well. Yeah. Yes. Mm. They, they had a few changes midweek last week uh, mm. in their coaching setup. So. Maybe mm. we should get McBreen on the pot and get the goss for the Jets. Oh, hey, imagine. Mm. Imagine. Mm. Maybe we can get him and get maybe Hef and Zvonny on for the state of the game pod. Uh, Let's talk about the Wanderers. <laughs> Mason Lunny, how awesome was it to see so many fans making the trip to Nui? Uh, my question has to be, why is the F3 derby so underrated and not talked about as much as the Sydney-Melbourne derbies? Because we're not the capital cities and we don't matter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, for the most part, in what the last 
seven years between the two of us or eight years, it's been like a derby down the bottom of the table. It's been slim pickings. Mm. Yeah. And like I said, like I said before, there, there hasn't been many derbies of recent times that have really been too dramatic, not much spice, like not many sort of all-ins, not many two-footers, not many – like none of that, whereas on the weekend it was. The couple that we've had this season have put it back yeah. on the mat. Yeah, so the Saturday just gone especially. Yeah, that's exactly what it needed. But Mm. also the APL has done their very best um, and perhaps their predecessors um, in bringing some of these teams in. They've done their best to just keep the narrative around. Um, We want to have football in the big cities. We want more derbies and derbies Mm. are big cities inside big cities. Six million people-ish who, um, you know, can get on the back of that crap. I'm not sure where any of them are out near MacArthurland, but... Mm. um, not to mention whatever that place was where they were playing park football uh, against United, uh, Western United <laughs> recently. But, um, yeah, so we are back on the map and just maybe we might get a little bit of credit from that, uh, from this performance uh, and get it back on the map because I still maintain it's the original and the best. None of these plastic false ones they've made up since. Thanks. And it's – I think on the weekend too, we were the only game on the Saturday. It was the perfect time slot. I can probably – count on one hand how many how many games we've had at home or away where we've had a 7:45 saturday night kickoff um we've had we've had a we've had quite a few saturday 5 p.m's yeah, and sunday 4 i always feel like we still got sunday 4 I don't, I don't feel like we've had that many sunday games this year anything oh, i i just mean like just for the against, derby against mm. just for the derby mm, yeah i if it's anything earlier than bloody seven o'clock on a saturday it's crap mm, mm. I don't, I don't hate the five o'clock Saturday at night. Ones. At night, but yeah, you can't right. top, you can't top the Saturday. You can't beat it. Yeah. yeah, and it is the free to wear coverage as well. Mm. When I got home and was you know going through the millions of messages of, of um, how good we were, etc., mm. then I did notice in our private Gunners uh, over thirty fives group, one of the boys posting in there, "How good is this Mariners game on Channel 10? Not a bloke mm. who I recognise as somebody who comes to Mariners games. Um, did have to comment it was even better from the away bay, but um, on Channel 10. <laughs> Imagine not being there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, on Channel 10, that's a good place for it to actually get a bit of exposure mm. and get a few of those people who, you know, who knows. Is Benny going to be there on Saturday? Be there, Benny. Benny. Benny Called be out there. directly. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty McGee, shout out. Scotty, uh, who is the best player we've signed in the past few years and why is it the cum dog? The energy, passion, leadership and work rate the guy shows, he can seriously do no wrong. P.S. How good's beating the scum? Ah, good times, boys, good times. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Yeah. I think he only missed quality. Had all the other adjectives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the funny thing is actually I, I saw someone say this somewhere the other day too. I think it might have been on the forum that he actually still makes a lot of mistakes. Mm. He still actually does give the ball away yeah. quite a bit. He spurns a few chances and he hasn't got a right foot <laughs> as we saw on the weekend. Yes. So he still has pieces of his game that he can improve hugely and he's still having the impact that he has right now. So, mm. yeah, definitely not nowhere near the ceiling. Third on the top goal scorers' charts, only came in in January. Yep. You know. Not bad. Still time. Do they count the goals in the finals? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. I don't think so. Shame. That's all. Next year. No, I mean, brilliant signing. Um, you know, Ulrich is another one who's been an absolutely immense signing Marco. for us and, of course, Beerus as well. Um, but in terms of visas, it's Ulrich and the cum dog. Yep. <laughs> 
very complimentary, aren't they? But also Benrick Larson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's... Uh, I thought he's, it was Benry on Ray. Uh, Thierry Benry. Now <laughs> 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 it's uh, Jamie Downs on Facebook. How good is Benrick Larson? Outstanding in the air. Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't have let him back on the bus after the cup game in Mudgee, even after he scored the winner, but happy to say he's proved me wrong. Um, well done for the recruitment. A fantastic signing. He's improved tenfold over the entire season. For sure. Def- some some of us improved. never doubted him. <coughs> yeah, it's definitely improved, but uh, not as much as you blokes think. <laughs> <laughs> See, Luke's just sitting there so smug. <laughs> some of us High get things right all the time, the right? Table, like Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Boyce Warren right here with the I told you so. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> Uh, Sarah Ellen, has Pappas outdone Corica in the sulky, nasty, petulant stakes? His post-match press conference was spitting new levels of salt. Also, are we now friends with Kurt Ams and KJJ or just slightly redeemed? Never doubted Kurt Ams, to be honest. <laughs> never, never had a bad word to say about him. Ever. Um, it wasn't Ams, though. It was Ams gave the goal initially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, look... Nah, I think Corrick is still the saltiest. Easy. Oh, mil- mil- um, Milicic is up there. Yep. Yep. And our call that he was going back to Croatia was right also. Yep. Just mm-hmm. put that just out there. That, uh, and um, now it's earlier today. Milicic's pre-game press conference against, uh, I think it was Victory the other day, was just so ultimate levels of salt. He wants to be done, I think. He wants to just go. He doesn't want to be there. <laughs> no. Did yeah. he even do a post-game press conference? Because he ran off just before the final whistle in that game, um, victory in yeah, He thinks he's buddy Jose. Like, yeah. Just, just yeah, wait on the bench, mate. Like, what are you doing? Had the something and ran off up the tunnel like a yeah. goose. It's not the first time he's done it. Yeah. Um, Try harder. But yeah, Pappas was very salty at full-time, uh, understandably. Uh, yeah, him and him and Monty at full-time were still having words. Like, I think they shook hands and stuff, but it was, it was still – there was a, still a fair bit in it uh, after – the late red card and the sort of all in that happened and like he didn't move from the bench Pappas but his whole coaching staff did and you could hear Monty yelling at you know all the bench normal uh, players and um, I think on the opposite side of that how good was Monty's buddy passion though like when the oh when, it when the off. fourth goal went in mm. um, oh yes and he's like the fist pump towards the Jets bench and then bloody kick the crap out of the advertising and shit like just awesome love yep. it love yep. it love it yep that is uh, the ultimate gift yep knows what it means mm-hmm. over to the ccmfans.net forum uh rising sun winning pods used to be rarer than a scummer who wasn't closely related to his missus <laughs> but now they are turn a penny feels like we need a top six pod baby <laughs> we got one might need to be the new thing yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when it's official then we you know predicting it right now it's mm. going to be official Official top six pod. It was just a, there was a lot of non-winning pods prior to oh, the winning pods becoming. Wow. I think common. We, <laughs> we, we did. We, we, ta- we calculated it, didn't we? We like, did try and work it out. I think over about four or five seasons, we had maybe fifteen winning pods or something. Out of <laughs> like it wasn't what, pretty. 90, 80, yeah. 90, something like that. It was, it was not it wasn't, pretty. It wasn't a good ratio. So uh, we have been through the shit, and uh, we deserve this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Coming out the other side for sure. True believer. A question. Mariners flogs that went to winning teams, inverted commas. Uh, by way of example, Sam Silvera, now at the Scum, Ziggy at Western Sydney. 
That's Danny not what it says. Read yep. it properly. Meth Carter. <laughs> I didn't even get there. Oh, sorry. I hadn't even got there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I saw Ziggy and then... Oh, no. I Ziggy at Western Sydney, <laughs> the silver at MethCarthur. Sorry, I was just so excited to read it. <laughs> you, you can throw in Tommy Orr as I appreci- well. I appreciate the uh, the warning, actually. Yeah, um, Of course, Tommy Orr at MethCarthur. Uh, Dylan Rue is Diaz playing in uh, Polish Sunday League. Um, who else? Oh, shit. Peter Kikaris um, maybe going to Sydney Olympic. Roy O'Donovan going to Newcastle. I mean, sure they made a grand final the year after, but um, how'd that go for him? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've talked yeah. about this a lot over the years of like all the former Mariners that now play for different teams, and we all could almost make like, a the, starting the, eleven. Yeah, there yeah, was. There but was I think this is former Mariners that have gone to other teams that that, that suck. Mm. Like yeah. that. Can I say Bugard? Um, I actually, I really liked Bugard when he was here, and then as soon as he went to Adelaide, I think he went to Adelaide then the Jets, didn't he? Yeah. And I couldn't stand him when he was obviously at the Jets. Yeah, because but he, he, he won Jets, stuff at Adelaide, didn't he? He won he possibly won a, off the top of my head. Won a cup final. final. Won a cup final, I think. Yeah. Maybe two cup but finals. Was he there was, when they won the championship? I'm not sure if he was there know. when they won the championship, but I'm sure he was there for a cup final. But he he was like Yerman levels of I didn't like him when he was at the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Just yeah. Didn't like it. Because mm. he was one that played it for both sides in the derby. Yeah. And yet still played the role of, you know, heavy salt bag scummer. Yeah. Well, he's from Newcastle, isn't he? Yeah. He's a local. I don't care. He played for yeah. us. Fair enough. First. I get it. Mm. I, th- I think it has to be Ziggy <laughs> just because of the comments that he made when he signed for the yeah. 31. I think Ziggy's number one. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> um, but a little stat I love throwing out is Matt Hatch has scored more A-League goals than Sam Silvera. So <laughs> have fun with that one. Uh, I saw on the um, sheets that Sam Silvera took the field. and Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. No, I didn't notice, but uh, Would not saw it on the it. sheets. A non Uh mm. Speaking of Matt Hatch, uh, for those of you who weren't aware, of course, at the uh, Gosford race course yesterday or Monday afternoon, Matt Hatch raced against a racehorse in one of the strangest promotions mm. of the year. Is, is this um, really a smart thing to do when the season's still going? On a heavy track as well. I think yeah. it was not nine out of ten rated track. Um, Hatchy won, apparently, by uh, by a furlong. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was he paying? The- <laughs> <laughs> it's only paying about $1.11 on yeah. sports best. <laughs> not um, worth it. <laughs> it's paying $1.01 for the place. <laughs> <laughs> What was the excuse for the horse after the <laughs> reporter says, why the long pace, horsey? Oh, uh, he's feeling a bit filly. <laughs> Did they interview the horse at half time? Things are getting a little bit unstable here. I can't catch him. <laughs> I can't catch him. <laughs> oh, quit horsing around, Moz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's quite enough uh, of that. Just want to explain it's late, all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, ads on the ccmfans.net forum asks, who or what should Hatch's next opponent be? Oh. This makes me think actually of a Cristiano Ronaldo ad, not the one that where he was like, football takes me many places, hot <laughs> places, cold places. Um, there was one where he raced a Bugatti Veyron. If you guys think about that one there, mm. uh, maybe Hatch could race a V8 supercar. Yeah, why not? Don't we need him to race Noah Smith? 
Yes, actually, yes. Smithy's already called him out, so that is exactly who Hatchie's next opponent should be. Yeah. As long as um, it's a fully fit Noah Smith. That's right, yeah. Let's And let's make it in the off-season just to be safe, please. <laughs> yeah. Either that or a V8 supercar as long as the race happens at Gosford Racecourse because <laughs> I'd like to see a V8 supercar go around that. <laughs> After rain. Sid Mariner, this is probably one of my favourite questions ever. Who would win in a fight between Matt Simon and Daniel Pena? <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that one. Turbo, uh, Turbo follows this up with, uh, or perhaps more accurately, how many penas would be needed to take Matty down? Would you rather fight one hundred <laughs> duck-sized Matty Simons <laughs> or one Matt Simon-sized duck? <laughs> one yes. Matt Simon-sized duck. I don't want to fight anything to do with Matt Simon. Uh, <laughs> I bet he wouldn't. Bru- he wouldn't bruise a grape, apparently. Uh, but- <laughs> How many penas would be needed to take Matty down? There's not enough. No, uh, <laughs> not enough. Bring your friends, bring your family. Good luck. Yeah. Um, oh. Dobby, how long do you think the suspension for Pena should be? Um, of course, we've touched on that one there. And what do you think it will be? Uh, <laughs> well, touch on that too. Yeah. Five or six. Rising Sun also asks, asks, should Matty Simon be given a dollar a season contract for life so that he can be on the bench for every F3 derby ever? Yes. yes and I will, <laughs> I will pay for it. Yeah, can't see why not. Sold. Podcast sponsored position of standing in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I think there should be a 400% increase there. We'll pay him at least four or five dollars for that. Yeah. One dollar each. Over to Twitter, where Chris Hockman asks, where does Hacho get off poaching one of our players? Uh, for those of you who might not have seen it yet, I hadn't seen it until um, uh, Omni pointed this one out. There was an article that came out in a journal in the US. 16th of April, like mm-hmm. there was out. Where uh, apparently Hacho and Monty got together uh, in pre-season. They were talking about football. Um, there was a player who had been offered to Monty from Bolton Wanderers uh, in the Harry UK. Harry Brookbank. There you go, right back. Um, and uh, Monty actually said, Hacho, here's one for you. Mm, good thing we didn't need a right back. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, he definitely palmed that one off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but, uh, but Hacho's going with the line that, uh, that he stole him from us. So, yeah. there you go. Um, shout out, Hacho. Hope you're well. Um, good to see him. He got a big win the other week, actually, 5 0. He did, yep. Mm, very good. Very After good. a big loss, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> Any assists from the right back? <laughs> bit early for that uh, we don't need one um, Omni also asks is the winning pod sound effect button worn out yet never may have had some maintenance <laughs> <laughs> might need a replacement <laughs> come dog season on Twitter uh, do you think come dog is the best striker in the A-League right now and do you think Arnie should consider him over Fauna Roly? I'm shocked that this account asked that question <laughs> <laughs> calling <laughs> Called cum dog season. <laughs> uh, yeah, 100%. I like Fauna Rolly, but he never should have been picked. And did I say it on or off the air? But um, I was sceptical about the, you know, hype around um, Jason being a potential socceroo when he arrived, but and even after he started a bit. But um, I am on the train. <laughs> And uh, finally, A-League Focus on Twitter. What's the latest news regarding our women's team for next season? I've seen the Insta page posting a lot of women's NPL content. They definitely are um, getting behind and, and uh, hyping up both the women, women's and men's NPL teams. Um, of course, the academy side's doing well so far this season. Um, 
still on the cards as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I saw something the other day about Western's women's team um, apparently gearing up as well. Um, I think I heard it was maybe like two, three, even four teams that might be coming in next yeah. season. Well, yeah, originally it was there was two teams coming in or one team coming in this season and another two the following season. So the one team that came in this season was Wellington, Wellington. Um, and then we were given essentially the green light to go ahead as long as we're ready. Um and as far as I know, we're, we're still planning to be ready. So That's great news. Got Fingers structure crossed. there and, you know, working on the problem. Let's go. Another Mariners team to get behind. Everyone should be all for it. That's right, yeah. Hopefully we can um, have a chat with Sean over the next week or so and get uh, get the inside scoop on that one there for you. Uh, finally, Matt vs. Game on Twitter simply says, Matt Simon's appearance at the Newcastle smiley face. Chef's kiss. Mm. Absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yep. Brilliant. Man it's all been match said. performance. Yeah, absolutely. Three points, two points, and the one point. Absolutely. That seems like an absolutely fantastic note to uh, leave this one on tonight as the time does get away from us here in the studio. What an absolute rambling, but needed to be. Excellent Worth it. rambling. A little oh. bit of bumbling, but, you know, rambling, bumbling. <laughs> Post-Derby rambling is uh, always in order. Oh, 100%. Wouldn't question it. No. No. Probably no pod next week, so that's why. Too. <laughs> it was needed, you know. It was a derby for the ages. So we'll, we'll try yeah, and get something needed. together because we've got another derby the following weekend. We do too. Uh, <laughs> we'll try and get something oh. together. We'll do our best. But until then, thank you all so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Love you. See you. No outtakes, just shit takes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the outtake there, isn't it? That's brilliant. <laughs> the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. No outtakes, just shit takes. You, you Find us on Spotify and SoundCloud. You inadvertently created an outtake. <laughs> I normally say bye, but that's very boring.